Welcome to the Culture Classroom, a podcast for teachers and coaches by teachers and coaches. Listen to top leaders, innovators, and influencers share their stories about how intentional culture elevates performance. Now, here are your hosts, John Weaver and John Torrey. Let's get better together. Coach Weaver, we're back in the classroom here, and uh, I think we have an, another interesting idea for our listeners. Yeah, I'm 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 pumped about hearing this one. Uh, I'm really pumped about because a lot of this has transpired within the last probably 48 hours of stuff that we're going to talk about of how you're driven by change, which also turns into, are you transactional or are you transformational uh, or does the change drive you? And there, there's so many layers to this. Um, I think it's a topic we've talked about before just under another subheading maybe, but a lot of times um, you're driven by something and that's what I'm, I'm excited about diving in this. Yeah, I mean, we're uh, we're changing our school vision, our school mission, um, and we're going to a more 21st century graphic kind of thing. What qualities do we want in our kids? Portrait of a graduate is the program that we use up here in Iowa. We have the uh, same thing here. We have the same okay. portrait of a graduate. Per- perfect. So that's what we're doing. And uh, it started at PD a few weeks ago. And uh, they showed a video about the why behind it, right? Because we want to get into the how, but really there's a why behind everything we do. And we've talked about that for a long time. Absolutely. And in in one of the videos we watched, it's talking about how our world is changing so fast now, right? Like even coming on this podcast, like I feel like technology with two-step verification and with different logins <laughs> and with a click of a button, like it has gotten hard for me in the last six months. And I consider myself pretty tech savvy. Yeah, I I was trying to figure out how to push the record button on here. And we've done this how many times? Right, right. So, I mean, just things like that. And one of the videos uh, had a line that said, you know, are you driving change or are you being driven by it? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fundamental question for every leader to ask themselves because no one wants to be driven by change, Right. Like people don't like change. Even that five letter word makes you kind of cringe a little bit. Like change is different. It's uh, it brings some fear, uh, brings a lot of questions. And so it's like, if you're being driven by change, that's a horrible feeling. And we've all been driven by change. Right. Um, But then are you driving change? And I think that's where leadership is. I think that's where organization is like we're chasing, we're on a mission, right? We don't have time to waste. Right. Uh, when you said change, I, I automatically thought about the phrase is the worst phrase in the English language. You know, we've always done it this way. And a lot of times when people say that they're, they're at a point where they're so stuck in the rut that I've done this and I'm, I'm going to speak on teachers since we are teachers that I don't want to have to do my curriculum map anymore. I don't want to modify my lesson plan. I don't want to as a football coach, I don't want to change my offensive philosophy because I know this so well that the kids should know this. But in the ever-evolving world, as we just talked about technology changing, which attires technology if we want to get down to it, right? Our kids deserve better and how it's perceived. And just because we're comfortable, they want to be challenged. And I think that's, that's the sticking point that drives me with that. Yes. Change is good. And change is bad, whichever way you want to look at it. But I think if you're looking through the lens of, Hey, let's, 
let's drive this change for for students, for athletes that makes them more successful. And I think that's the lens you have to look through, get out of our path that's already gone. Not saying a lot more parents that took care of us or whatever, not saying that. I'm just saying the path, we need to start a new path and make it better because I don't know, I mean, as a dad, you want your kids to have it better than you had it. 100%. And same with me. Like I want, I want it better. And I thought about that driving home the other night. Like I want my kids to have, better experiences, better, whatever, not talking about just money. I'm not talking about that or physical things like just experiences and opportunities and stuff like that. But if I give them exactly what I got, nothing changes. So you have to divert your way. I'm a big believer in you you talk about like your kids and your family. I mean, that's one way, one lens to look through that. But every generation should get better. Like my kids have it better than I had as a kid. Like my kids have it better than my dad had as a kid. Right. And so on and so forth. And, and all that's part of change and, and that's positive change and that's generational change. And it takes a long time to get there. Um, I think at the end of the day though, it's about when you know better, you do better. Mm -hmm. And so a big part of change is just doing better. Right. And, uh, you know, I think about education and my, my question that I always ask myself, and I, I, don't think very many educators ask themselves this question, but I'm going to challenge our listeners to ask yourself this. If you're in education, would you want to take your class? With the Pro Quick Draw and Quick Cut integration, you are able to seamlessly incorporate drawings, data, and video between the two platforms. Start by adding a PQD template, select plays from your library, then to access your Quick Cut media, select the Quick Cut Play Library button. From here, I can navigate my cut up and select the playlist that I want to use. You can choose whichever data you want to view, and then you can even sort and filter that within here. Next, I'm going to add a one up to this diagram and hit the add button. From here, I can double click my video and drop in that cut up. And then if I wanted to, I could add another playlist, add another play, creating a new PowerPoint slide. And then I can simply double click and add another piece of video. When ready to create your presentation, go up to the Quick Cut tab and choose Upload Playbook as New Playlist. Select the cut up folder that you would like to use, name your presentation, and hit Upload. When completed, open up Quick Cut. Navigate to the folder that you uploaded it to. And now you can see there's the generic PowerPoint slide, here's our one PQD slide, and there's the video. Because for kids, 160 kids in my school, they have to take eighth grade social studies. I don't get to choose them. They don't get to choose me. It's I'm not competing with other classes. Social studies on the schedule. Like you either have it fourth block or seventh block. It doesn't matter, but you're taking social studies. Right. What if we flip the script and ask kids, do you want to take social studies? And then approach it from that way. You know, like, would you want to take your class? And I think when we talk about change, that's really what we're talking about, being more efficient, like doing better, getting more accomplished. Mm-hmm. And culture, that's where culture is dynamic, not static. Right. It's never going to be done. Human nature is we want to get to the end. Show me the end product right now. Right. Right. And it's never done. It, we're constantly under construction. Yeah. Um, there's a teacher that I follow in uh, Minnesota, and uh, they say they have two seasons in Minnesota, right? They've got winter and they've got construction season. <laughs> because the state of Minnesota is constantly trying to 
make up for winter, fill the potholes, fix new right. roads, all that other stuff. And right. I think it's a great way to look at it. It's like in middle school, it's either winter, like we're either at war with each other <laughs> or it's construction season. Uh, we're trying to build things better, making that better mousetrap, whatever. But I don't know. I just think it's a really interesting question because if you're not driving your own classroom or if you're not driving your own practice or your own team, who's driving it? Because someone else is. Yeah, and that's a that's a slippery slope when you're not the the driver of your program. If we're talking about a sports program or your organization or whatever, uh, and you know, I think recently, you know, kids specialize, and we'll dive into this for a second, but they quit a sport or they do this or for whatever reason. And the first question I have is, why? So it goes back to the why. Why did that kid quit? Yeah. What in our program? made that kid not want to be part of that program because say it's football, like everybody loves Friday night lights, but why, what was the disconnect? If it's track, if it's basketball, if it's baseball, if it's wrestling, if it's swimming, whatever it is, whatever your sport is, is it tennis? What made them not want to be part of that program and part of that unit? Because obviously if it goes into transformational if you're a coach that wants transformation of your athletes and Nick Winkler's four for 40, and like, what is my end goal? You have to look and think like, what did I do wrong? And go, go deeper with that kid. If you're just transactional and you're the driver of your culture of your change of your program is strictly how many wins that I have versus how many losses that I have. Well, nobody's going to stick because the first time that they have to work for something and not start, they're gone. They're gone. Uh, so I think that's very interesting. Like when you start looking at, am I transformational? Am I transactional? And that I have to be, as a head coach of our track program, I have to be the driver. Do I have assistants that do awesome work? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you have one leader that runs that program. And like we, quick story, I just had a high jumper jump six, eight unbelievable if he didn't jump six eight we'd still love him we'd still i mean he's still a part of our program because when you're driving the change that you want to see in your program whatever the culture is whatever whatever x is right uh, you're in charge when outside factors are driving your change whether it be and this goes back to transactional I can't control if we win every game. I can't do that. I, every track meet, I can't do that. Um, that's the danger zone. That's the danger zone of like, okay, kids are believing in something else that I don't have control of. Right? I control 20 square feet. I control my room. I control, you know, how I love kids. I can control that. But if somebody else is pushing that agenda of, Hey, you got to do this. You got to have win. You, you know, and I think of like specialty coaches that tell you to specialize and all that. That's that's just the danger zone of you have to be in control and knowing that my kid's worth is hey them as a human, not just hey what can you do for me. And that that goes back. And I think so much about Angus Reed with that. Yeah, with Coach Dan. Well, and I think I think it goes back to this. It goes back to that same question as educators that I just challenged them to ask themselves: Would you want to take your class? Would you want to compete in your program? Mm. 
I mean, that's what it comes down to because we talk about it all the time where the key to coaching anymore for us is, do I want my son? Would I coach this kid the same way I'd coach my son? Right. You know, and you and I've had lots of conversations in private about that. Same thing is if I was 13 years old, would I want to be involved in Monarch football, for example, or Patriot football? Is it something that I would be interested in as an eighth grader be about to be a freshman? And if the answer is no, then you really need to ask yourself hard questions and start putting yourself back in your 13, 14 year old shoes of what do I need to do different? So that is something that kids want to be part of. That's right. That's a, and I go with this with you. We always say on the merit I got to ask those hard questions to yourself, but you also have to answer them. Yeah. And be transparent with yourself of, am I doing everything that needs to be done for these kids? Not just on a Friday night, not just on a Wednesday afternoon, not just on a Saturday tournament for wrestling. What am I doing to create, uh, create change that is beneficial for them? Because look, people, People say kids are soft. This, I mean, you hit, you hear everything, but what is it? And I think as leaders, you have to first examine yourself, and then like, all right, let me let me go ask this kid why, and dig deeper, and then you see what the answer is. And you have to be willing to listen, and you have to be willing to do that. And a lot of coaches aren't willing to open themselves up to that. And we're not just talking physically because I think we all, as coaches, understand the physical science of our sports and and of exercise and things like that i'm talking mentally emotionally spiritually connected like are you connecting with your with your kids um, my daughter went to softball practice the other day and they were just doing some basic hitting in a cage in a gym and they were supposed to do some uh, batting drills off on the side with other things and she and i she came home and i'm like how was hitting practice and she goes mm, okay I'm like, what do you mean? Like, wasn't it good? Normally, we go to the cage all the time. Normally, you're pretty good at that. And she goes, well, I didn't have anyone else to play catch with. And, and it's like, you have to find people. Like, they aren't going to find themselves. And that's really tough for me to say to my daughter who's hurting, who's trying to find connectedness on a team and truly doesn't know how. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, Luke does the same thing. But he's he's six, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah playing catch and learn all that stuff um but it's and i think about my daughter just like you like you have to go initiate what you want to have happen like like you said not playing catch with same with her with volleyball she just started volleyball yeah like we just got done with volleyball yeah somebody having a set to her and bump with and all that stuff yes just same thing with you i mean it's i don't know I, yes it's a slippery slope of, you know, are you driving it? Are you being driven by something else? Uh, but the moment you're not driving it, you said it before, somebody else is. And I don't know about you, but this is so crazy. We went to the Sugar Bowl, crazy story. Uh, just about being in charge and driving. But I feel better, okay. I feel better knowing that I'm in the driver's seat. So we go to the Sugar Bowl and people are like, who's driving? I was like, I'm driving. Like, who's driving us back? I'm driving us back. You know, because I trust me. I'll bet yeah. on me. I'll bet on me. And that's silly because it was just driving a car to New Orleans. The game got over at 11. We had a two and a half hour drive back home. I, I trust me behind the driver's seat. I do the same thing with my program. I can't leave it up to an assistant to drive my culture. Because if his view is not the same as mine, 
because we're human and it's it's going to change, yeah. then I have to be the one in charge. And I think that's the responsibility of any head coach, any CEO, any principal, any head of school, whatever, any superintendent, for them to drive what they want to So I guess for me, my challenge to leaders, the listeners of this podcast is quit waiting for other factors to drive your program and start doing it yourself. Pull out the keys, open the driver's seat, sit in, buckle up, because it's going to be a rough ride, right? And start driving change. Um, And then watch what happens. Thanks for listening to The Culture Classroom. Uh, Stay tuned for more episodes coming in the month of April. 